Hola, ¿cómo están? Soy Alejandro Franco, publisher de Warp y este es un episodio más de Warp Talks. Estoy muy contento de presentarles a uno de mis héroes personales, sin duda alguna un referente en la historia de la música electrónica, del techno de Detroit y bueno, pues un mago como se le conoce en la industria de Wizard. Me refiero al gran Jeff Mills. Es una conversación que tuvimos en remoto eh, próximamente Jeff Mills estará en México, independientemente de cuando vean o cuando escuchen esto, seguramente eh, habrá un contexto de si lo han visto en vivo o no lo han visto en vivo en México o en cualquier parte del mundo, pero su disquera Axis ha sido muy importante para el desarrollo del tecno, sobre todo en lo que se refiere a los sonidos espaciales, mágicos, que tienen que ver con lo hipnótico y con eh, pues muchas cosas que yo también como DJ abordo y toco en el género del tecno, que es a lo que me he dedicado en los últimos años, con inspiraciones tan claras como Jeff Mills. Y luego hay algunas similitudes porque tiene un proyecto que se llama Escape Velocity que realizó en la pandemia, que es una revista. Y como aquí en Warp hemos hecho algunas revistas, nos encontramos ahí justo en el camino. Ojalá que lo disfruten. En la línea de W Radio, aquí y ahora, Jeff Mills. Jeff, it's a great honor to have you here on the show. How are you? I'm fine, I'm fine. Thank, thank you for having me. You're, uh, as, I, as, as I know, you're in Miami, right? I'm, I'm in uh, Mexico City. Yeah, I'm currently, currently in, in, in Miami and uh, just, just a few days off before I have to go back to To, uh, to Europe, um, and uh, yeah. yeah. As you know, or as you may know, uh, besides I'm a journalist and I'm also into techno as DJ and producer, uh, I uh, have been a publisher of um, this amazing project called uh, Warp, and we did a magazine for several years. So my first question is about Escape Velocity because I presume this is an important project for you because you have the chance to explore the editorial side on it. I think the project won't continue any longer, but what you did, it's already historic. And I want to know everything about it. Is it related to, to the pandemic and the time that we have to stop? Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, the The whole project, the Escape Velocity project, was um, was a you know it was a it was a knee jerk uh, response to a concern that because of the pandemic, our industry uh, might might lose a lot of really talented artists because the um, the uh, the 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 uh, you know the possibilities are decreased significantly you know. In, in a in a in an you know isolated standstill type of um, state. So um, so I was I was concerned that that um, that that many musicians might stop. Uh, many many producers might might find uh, interest um, in other things and um, and um, and I uh, kind of concluded that there's one particular style of music. Uh, of techno music that is very very special I, I, more than more than all the other styles of music and and this and this style is the one where uh producers are 
um, producing conceptually, where they're taking a subject and they're using music to be able to translate uh, the aspects of the of the subject um, in great detail. And uh, I had I, always known that this style of music was always, um, you know, more or less in the back behind the scenes. Um, you know, this is the style of music where uh, producers that are very much into um, um, the process of creating something from nothing um, and and watching it grow and, and, and manifest um, are located. Um, some things are dance, danceable and for dance floors, but most of it is really more so for thinking and dreaming and fantasizing and predicting what the future might be like for all of us. Um, that uh, these producers produce for people and not necessarily for a select group of, 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 um, of people that are able to stay up in the middle of the night. You know, that these, these producers are producing, um, you know, mostly for mankind and the, and the evolution of, 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 you know, of humans through space science and science fiction and things like that. So I narrowed. So I I I, I decided to create this this project um, to help those uh, producers to um, uh, create uh, a mechanism uh, to be able to locate those those artists and approach them and ask them and help and help them to release uh, music. Uh, in this time where uh, not much is really going on and and uh, not many people are traveling and moving around and getting together, that maybe this might be an opportunity to be able to connect with more people that feel the same way about this certain type of electronic music. Um, and so the project is called Escape Velocity and, and in its in, in its term, the definition, um, the, the, um, the scientific uh, definition of of um, uh, it, it is the uh, calculation in which it takes something to be able to break free and uh, exceed beyond the uh, the, um, uh, the the force of gravity here on Earth, which is about twenty five thousand miles per hour, um, and uh, with propulsion to be able to break free away from Earth's pull, Earth's, Earth's gravitational pull. And so the project is, is called that, and uh, each artist is invited uh, to um, to participate. And uh, I'm the curator of it, so I work really closely with the artist, and we go back and forth uh, until uh, something special is created. And then at that point, then that's we that's when we plan for the release. Um, and so far, um, over almost two years now, uh, we've released uh, about 50, 56, 57 artists. This is amazing. I'm also thinking in the similarities, you know, because the, 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 the warp name also comes from science fiction mm. and, and, and the warp speed that actually I just read an article about a Mexican that is trying like, not, not trying, he, he kind of broke like the the, the warp velocity, but in, in reality. Mm -hmm. and, and now they are like evolving the conversation uh, with, with, with 
time travel or space travel, etc. With with all uh, these 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 amazing concepts, I'm a, I'm a huge fan also of science fiction, and also a huge fan of of the space. So when when I was hearing your latest releases, um, I'm always thinking to be there, you know, to be in, in the space. You are so right. They are not like dance floor oriented. They are more like introspective oriented, but also at the same time is is the hugeness of the space. On those, I, I would love to tell me uh, about the the override switch, the album you just released on on your label Axis, and it, it, I think it's kind of related with the escape velocity concept that you are telling us, and and the whole project with Rafael Lifar. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's not part of the escape velocity uh, project, but you know, it faces pretty much in the same direction, but. From a different perspective, I mean, I mean, what what Raphael um, and I uh, were proposing was that um, look, it, I mean, it, it, it's it's for certain that humans and humanity will have difficulties in the future, even greater, possibly even greater than the ones that we're dealing with just recently with this pandemic, um, and. Uh, perhaps, maybe, what we're proposing is that maybe we should begin to think of of um, of ways if we can't or aren't able to change the the circumstances, at least change the way that we think about it, um, so that uh, it doesn't become something that. Uh, weighs us down to the point that we become innate and not able to uh, to think or 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 or, or solve the problem. Um, and so, what the override switch is is referring to is um, uh, synthesizing and um, a, a a a type of um, a type of reasoning, um, uh, and in order to be able to look at situations and condition oneself to immediately go towards creating a solution for it, where um, uh, the acceptance of something that doesn't quite, uh, you know, that you don't quite understand, doesn't mean that it's a it's a bad thing. That there's a solution. For just about everything, and so you immediately uh, this this switch, you know, uh, e e you know, immediately kicks in to your mindset, and you begin to problem solve um, uh, instantly, and um, and and may, perhaps maybe the the first idea doesn't work, the second idea doesn't work, but if you continue to 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 try to uh, find ways around the situation, or to or, or to or you 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 somehow create some type of filter, no matter how negative or how um, uh, complex the problem is, uh, you you have a more um, logical way of looking at things and looking at people and looking at how they act and looking at what they do. Uh, in order to be able to uh, make make sense 
of all the madness. And uh, and so that's that's that that's really what the override switch is about. And and that was really the case in how we actually produced the album. I mean, it was produced right in the middle of the pandemic. And um, and he was in Detroit. I was here in Miami. We were both idle and we somehow found a way uh, with a little bit of discussion and uh, well, we, we, we discussed it a little bit, but we did, but it was how we discussed it, which was interesting. We didn't waste any time, you know, um, talking about things that were irrelevant. It was very focused on um, coming to certain type of um, common thoughts about certain things that would make us go back into our studios in order to be able to produce individually, but really in the same direction. So then when we put the music together, it, it was all pretty much saying the same thing, just just from two different angles. And uh, and so uh, so that, you know, that that that's that's really what the project uh, and the album is, is about. You did another interesting and very different collaboration uh, in the middle of the pandemic. This was the paradox, and, and this is very interesting because it's you exploring with this amazing, amazing musician, Janfi Dari, I don't know if I, I pronounce it well, but uh, you did this kind of jazzy, down-tempo, electronic, experimental album. And I'm very interested in the story because I know that this is coming from uh, your your days with with Tony Allen that passed away in 2020, and 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 you have this amazing opportunity also to put the the energy I suppose together to to this specific project, and and it was also uh, through these complicated and and strange days, right? Yeah, it was it was it was exactly that. I mean, it was it was. Uh, 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 through through working with with Tony Allen, um, I mean you know Jean Fidari uh, was the was the keyboardist that we brought on into the project um, uh, early early on in the project and and um, and uh, you know we, we we became we all became quite quite close and and uh, and we began to you know to see that we were we were you know we all thought about music pretty much in the same direction and. Um, and the more we played together, the more we realized that you know we you know we might be able to travel. You know, we, we might be able to create and uh, you know together in ways where we might be able to discover something new. And uh, and so um, uh, un unfortunately, Tony Tony passed away. Um, and uh, during the during the pandemic, you know. Um, and uh, Jonathan and I, we decided that uh, um, you know, uh, you know, we were already thinking about the idea of going into the studio to record some ideas already um, uh, while we were touring, and then um, and then we were, you know, we were able to do that just before the pandemic uh, uh, started, and uh, and and then the album came out, uh, the, the called Counteractive, and um, the album is really. You know, it's not a big album. It's just an album of about five tracks. Um, but um, the compositions are 
rather unique because we were purposely trying to uh, mix and combine different styles together um, fluidly in a way without compromising uh, anything. Um, so we would have a short discussion about when we went to the studio, we were recording in Paris, we would, we would have a short discussion about the, the, the direction. So um, I would say something like, um, you know, why don't we try something in the area of like the only monk, um, but then maybe try to, uh, you know, try some ideas of maybe Jay Dilla, you know? So, um, uh, you know, you know, baseline like that. And then maybe I can reposition the drums to work in an almost inverted type of way. And then, uh, and so we were, we were really, ex we were really um, uh, experimenting and the, the tracks are actually just captures of how we were actually creating it. So, um, so it was, it was capturing it in real time. So there's probably no way that we could go back to to redo those tracks exactly in this in the same way. But but those were um, captures of of uh, us trying to think of ways to make to make the to make them work, you know, uh, to to make sense of it. And um, so yeah, so that that's that's the paradox. And uh, yeah, counteractive. Jeff, I forgot to to ask you your first track that that you chose for us at the beginning of the of the conversation, and and I will need to ask you for the second one. So, what's one and two? Okay, uh, track one would be Flying Machines mm -hmm. by, by myself. Yeah, I produced that, and then the second one would be Super Solid by The Paradox. That's amazing. Jeff Mills, it's an honor to have you here on the show. What are we hearing now? Uh, we're listening to a track from an album that I released called The Clairvoyant. And it's it, the track is called Someone Who Feels Things. Do you want to tell me the story about the, this particular release? Uh, it's very special. Um, this this is the last, this is this is this is my most recent um, album. And It was um, thought about before the pandemic, but then I became certain that this was something that would be um, uh, recognized more as we were sinking more and more into this, these, these isolation and these periods. Um, it's, it's about um, uh, a person who has the ability to be able to remotely view uh, Uh, things in different dimensions or different time and space, uh, a clairvoyant. Um, and the, the album uh, uh, is formatted in a way of a seance. And um, as you listen, uh, uh, it, it is pre pretty much in the same sequence or the way that a seance happens. And there's a point where you are making contact with something on the other side of, of reality. Um, and, uh, and, and I thought that this project would be really interesting 
um, now uh, for a few reasons. One, about 100 years ago during the uh, Spanish, Spanish uh, 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 the virus, the, you know, the plague, um, many people lost uh, loved ones. And, um, uh, and uh, but even before that, uh, World War II had ended in, in 1918. And, um, and, you know, many lives were cut short. Many young lives were cut short. And, and, and many, un, uh, you know, many ties were broken between people because of World War I. And then the world is then plunged into this, this pandemic, uh, and um, and uh, and what became popular in the early 1920s was uh, the, um, the 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 this event of a, a seance where a group of people would um, uh, gather around uh, in a in a room and join hands together, and there would be a person that would orchestrate and lead the people in order to be able to speak to people on the other side. Um, and, uh, and I thought that, you know, a hundred years from that, the, 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 you know, the same thing is happening right now. And, um, you know, people are unfortunately dying and passing away because of this virus and, and death is more around us and people, you know, um, than it, than any other time a lot in, in our lives and and um, uh, perhaps maybe this album might resonate with certain people that feel the same way and so um, and so I made this album and uh, then, then shortly after that I think I begin to read about how in France uh, in Paris these these groups young people were actually getting together in seances and doing exactly the same thing as what we did a hundred years ago. So, um, so it's, uh, you know, uh, by coincidence, maybe it's a natural, a, a natural human reaction to want to, um, you know, to say goodbye to loved ones or to make contact with loved ones and things like that. So, you know, um, and so this, this is what this album, uh, is, a, is about. Uh, this is this is amazing because it also is like a you know like like a like a thing that you can practice and and, and that you you can try about especially for for the ones that that we lost someone uh, recently or or perhaps people that also have this you know this necessity to to try to 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 connect with, with with the other side I, I love I have loved always your 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 philosophy around music because it's it's not only about um, your your old days uh, with, with with techno in, in in the first days in in Detroit you, you have moved around a lot and you have been experimenting and putting your own research your personal beliefs and your philosophy through the time and i wonder how do you see those times back in the day the 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 the, the days with the electrifying mojo or the days with with techno music start pumping uh, in 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 detroit how, how do you remember those uh, those years that era from your nowadays perspective uh, well, I mean, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really one that really 
um, uh, uses the you know the, you know I, I don't I don't I don't really use the past uh, or, or refer to it as much as you know I know that some other people do I mean I I I, I for as long as I can remember have always preferred to kind of keep focused on where I'm going not necessarily where I'm coming from yeah I, I mean I I, I I still have a lot a lot of deep connections in Detroit and you know, and and um, you know, uh, be, being there on the radio and um, playing playing a different style of music, hip hop, and and more club and, and dance music and and and, uh, and stuff like that. I mean, I, I I it was my youth. I was I was. It's how I learned. It's how I I kind of learned and entered into music. Uh, and. And 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 from my mind, I mean, I mean, uh, all throughout the '80s and even mostly through the '90s, was really learning about and, and feeling more comfortable with dealing with music. And it wasn't really till like I think around the year 2000 that I really began to um, apply all the things that I had learned in those decades. Uh, and that that's when I really when I started working with film and working with contemporary dance and and being able to have conversations with people um, outside of of, um, of music and uh, so yeah. Jeff, time is running out. I really, I really appreciate that that we have this this chat. I hope this is the first one of. Uh, many. I hope to see you soon in Mexico. Yeah. And I really appreciate your time this morning, bro. Great. Thank, thank you very much. And, uh, and yeah, thank you. Take care.